Nursing Podcast. I am joined, oh, first of all, let me introduce myself before I introduce my guest. <laughs> so I am Harry. I am a nursing apprentice. I have been a nursing apprentice for about, I think it was about eight, seven months now. Um, yeah, eight or seven months. And I'm joined by the wonderful Lauren. So Lauren, who is also a student nurse, would you like to introduce yourself, please? Hi, so I'm Lauren. I have been a student nurse since October. And we're just ending this first part of our practical, not practical, our theory. Theory, yeah. So yeah, I've just done, like Harry said, probably about six, seven months of theory. And we've just been given our placements and kind of ready to move on to the next part of the game, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So an interesting fact. So me and Lauren actually study together. So um, me and Lauren are students together, or apprentices, should I say? We are apprentices together. De- we are apprentices. We, we are apprentices. Are students. Yeah. So, for for layman's out there, the only difference is a student nurse will study full time at or what we say is the traditional route. They go to university. Mm-hmm. Um, we as apprentices, we still go to university, but one day a week or two days, depending on what your hours are, we work in a we work for our, N- our NHS trusts. Yes, it's Which a normal bring... apprenticeship, essentially. Yeah, it's a normal we apprenticeship. We work and we We study, study as well. And we get paid for it, which is an incredible opportunity. Which actually brings me on to my disclaimer. So, all views expressed by either myself or Lauren are strictly our own. They do not represent our university. They do not represent, uh, represent the NHS trusts we work for. Or any other nursing organization trade union any affiliated organization or professional practice we are simply just going to have a chat it is just us (laughs) so having said that and having introduced ourselves as nursing apprentices which actually brings us quite nicely onto our episode so this is episode one nursing with balance so what i mean by that is nursing with a your work-life balance as an as a student or as an apprentice Lauren, how would you find balance? Because I know you personally as well, so outside of this and outside of university. So I know you have a long-term partner. You work full-time or you work as long as alongside your studies. You're a mother. So how do you find balance in all of the stuff we have to do? And like you said, we're going on placement soon. So that's going to be a massive, massive time to find a balance between being not just a mum or not just a professional, but, you know, a long-time partner. How, how do you find balance in life? How, what is your work-life balance? So it's a really good question. And it's actually one they asked us. I don't know if they asked you, but they asked me on my interview for university is how do you think you could keep a work-life balance? Because it's becoming more and more realised that a happy worker and a happy person is much more efficient. So just get that ready for your interviews if you're going for interviews. But personally, I'm very lucky. So I am very busy. And my life, I keep referring to it. People have been asking me this a lot this week. And I keep referring to it too as like a tightrope. I have, my life is very balanced, very precariously upon a tightrope currently. And any little nudge can put us off or completely change my trajectory. But it is a balance and it's about finding things that are genuinely very important to you and keeping hold of them. So one of my biggest things that I have been so lucky to be part of is during this nursing journey is finding my study group, which without my study group, 
I really don't know if I would be as motivated as I am and I don't know if I would be as encouraged as I am it's quite a isolating experience going into this apprenticeship it's just you get taken away I'm I've always worked in a ward I'm a ward based carer I'm I'm with people 24 7 and then to suddenly go to studying at home two three days a week it's all quite isolating so I am very grateful that I have found a study group and they greatly help me find balance and encourage each other to rest and encourage each other to do our best and we realize when each other is stressed and when each other need maybe a little push to open a book and not to share on TikTok constantly so that's a massive help as for family and home life to have someone who's very understanding is important my partner works and works a job and my parents are able to help with the child and finding people to emulate so I'm very lucky that our trust has been doing this friendship team for a few years and I have seen people with children with older children than I doing this and they've reassured me that it can be done and I've seen that it can be done and so I haven't really got an excuse not to it's harder but I haven't got an excuse not to and I think it's yeah it's just very important to make sure you do find time for yourself I personally have horses and trying to squish them in any way I can brings me great joy I went on my lunch break the other day I started work half an hour early so I started at about half seven in the morning got to 12 we went straight out into the fields got my horse, didn't have any tack, got on, rode bareback for an hour, came home and started studying again. And just that little break of not looking at a computer, not looking at an anatomy book, not trying to figure out grams to milligrams to micrograms, and just going out into nature and just being me. Oh, just makes you a better person. It doesn't. That's wonderful, actually. Like, one thing I really struggle with is so especially with my situation at the moment. So having, you know, having to move back, uh, move back home, you know, live with parents and things. One thing I really struggle with is the space to focus. So I, I have mm. some brilliant friends and I actually like, they let me use, like they, they let me use some of their space just to say, look, you need to get your head down, focus. And I did. And it was literally, I got, I was so productive so being able to, I totally agree with you, being able to have a, a support network around you is brilliant. And especially because where the apprenticeship, where I see the apprenticeship and the traditional nursing route differ so greatly is because we are still expected to work. Now, don't get me wrong. I know student, like the traditional student route, you know, you've got loans and you've got bursaries and all sorts, but, you know, we don't have access to that. We still have to work. So not to say a, a thus and them, there is like, I'm not insinuating, yeah, yeah I'm not insinuating a thus and them or whatsoever, but what, it's just different. Yeah, it's just, it's just a different, how it's structured differently now, and especially going on placement as well, which is quite eerie because when we go on to placement, our balance is going to be thrown out the window because we will be, we've had a massive block of theory, which has been brilliant. I've not worked for a week. Yeah, I know. I don't know what a full week is anymore. It's gone. Yeah. Like, my memory of that, my muscle memory has yeah, gone. Yeah, like, I, it, <laughs> I'm going to be a shout. I do find it really, like, when I go on to the ward, 
just as a normal do, doing my normal shift i've had like x amount of days off and then it's like oh i don't know what i'm doing what's happened <laughs> but um in finding that level of balance and drawing it back to finding balance that what you have is really good and you know the study groups absolutely fantastic um i'll totally agree with you there like having a group of peers that support not just you but they support each other um and it's like calm me down mm. so i have i am stressed at the moment i'm re- i didn't realize until yesterday i am super stressed about my placement because it is in winchester i'm based in basingstoke so it's quite a long way away from where i'm based and they i was told when i started this that they wouldn't do allocated hours and they've said that they'll send me a rotor and i can't do that with my child i have to have set days mm. So I'm currently in the position of very nicely speaking to my new matron and my new sister and trying to find a way that will work for all of yeah. us. So I am feeling, at the moment, I am very stressed. But just having people around me to be like, what's the worst? Like, the worst case, we'll have to jiggle things about. And I've got people that have offered to look after the child. I've got people that have offered to like pick him up or pick me up yeah. if it needed to happen. So, yeah, having pe- oh, just having people. Honestly, it's such a small but massive that thing. Is... Just having someone that you can be like, I am stressed. Let me <laughs> and then be like, it's yeah. okay. Let me release like, my anger okay? on you. Okay. <laughs> oh god. But, um, yeah, that really goes back to a, a really good question of mine, actually, um, is, or a question that I will throw at you in a moment, because being in this job really relies much on people not just from the actual care or anything like that but you need a solid team around you to perform this to perform to be a nurse and to be a healthcare provider you do need a solid team around you um but talking about responsibilities like i said you know you've got a child you've got you know a long-term partner um how would you how do you juggle those responsibilities because i know you you're not you're in a fairly unique position because a lot of us, especially on within our cohort, don't have children. And uh, within the study groups and things, I think you are one of few people that actually do have that are in a more mature space. You know, you've got your own home, you've got a partner, a partner. Sorry, we most of us are partners, but I mean, you've got a family. You have a family. You have children yes, or a child. I am a family. You are a family. I am myself. A family, a family, you know, yes. and a lot. Not many of us have that. So you know, juggling juggling the responsibility of being a mother, a healthcare support worker slash nursing apprentice, as well as a student. How are you going to be able to juggle those responsibilities, and how do you find juggling them? will benefit you either or benefit or benefit your your situation as an apprentice so you can learn so you can get the best results and so you can ultimately smash first year and go on to stage two so i feel like as you say kindly referred to me, <laughs> a mature student <laughs> i'm classed as a mature student as well I, like you know i am okay i've accepted that yeah i'm okay with it i'm just getting there um i know what i want i've spent a long time faffing about Mm. and doing whatever i want to do but 
I know what I want and I want to become a nurse and I want to do well at this and I want to make my child proud of me and so I'm quite well I'm quite I'm very focused on what I need to do and I'm not being older I'm not afraid or like ashamed to ask for help so I've just contacted learning support about dyslexia mm. they've referred me on to some other things and to not be afraid to be like actually I want this I'm going to do this and people are gonna have to make not allowances but people are gonna have to help me as well so people are gonna help with childcare. people are gonna help with these assessments and things but it has made me very focused on what I want and how to do it and it's made me more forthright. Mm. So I'm not the most, not aggressive, but I'm not the most like, go, go get it. I was like, oh yeah, cool, whatever. But now having a family and having such responsibilities, it has made me be like, no, I want this. I will get this and I will work for this. Some days it sucks. Like some days I've been trying to study with like a banana being hit in my face <laughs> with cars on the TV. Yeah. And like, but you know, we adapt, we overcome, we... <laughs> You ignore it and you just keep going and you've got to let something slide like i the one thing i am jealous of i don't think i've told any of you is that sometimes you guys will message on our group and say oh i've been studying like i study today i've done some safe medicate today i've been practicing and i get really jealous because i can only study in the hours that we are given mm. i if i'm not there i have to study in the evening i can't on my days off i don't they're not days off i have my child i have to entertain my child so it's mostly out of the house. I can't sit on my laptop and do like an extra hour here and there. I have to really make sure that the time that I am given, I use. But on that, I also am kind to myself that some days if I have studied for half the day and nothing's going in, I stop. And it doesn't sound great, <laughs> but I do. And I stop and I just think I have learned this. And surely it's better to stop now with something in my head than try and overload myself to the point where I then lose everything because my mind's just gone blank. So I think it is a balancing act, even in itself, of just being very focused and determined, but also realising, like, you're human, we have bad days. Like, maybe you didn't work today. Maybe today's your study day and you haven't studied. But have you watched a documentary where they did surgery and you've learned? what the clavicle is have you watched Grey's Anatomy and seen how to interact with a patient yeah. that is distressed have you you know there is a way of learning outside of just sitting in front of your computer and I think you have to be a little bit grateful for that as well and I think that adds into your balance of being just kind to yourself and saying I've reached my limit I'm gonna just stop that's really so, yeah, yeah that's really good because I'll be honest, I, I, I'm quite a traditionalist when it comes to studying. So whenever I've studied or tried to study, if nothing's going in, I push myself even harder yeah. to try and get something. And that, A, like you've just said, isn't always the best. And I, I will agree with that own statement, even though I know I have to do something, nothing's going in, so I push myself even harder. Um, and having having said that, I do agree with you. Sometimes you just need a break to say, right, you know, I've done it's enough. Reset. Yeah, you need... you. I've, I've reached my limit today, yeah. but tomorrow, who's to say I'm not going to do three hours yeah. and suddenly find the stomach the most interesting thing I've ever looked yeah, at? Yeah, like, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Like I, I've been studying 
and you know we've got our um, anatomy and physiology exam coming up and I've been very focused on and I think I'm probably over focused because I found so much interest in the liver and the gallbladder and the pancreas yeah. and the stomach and I was like when we were actually doing the lecture I wasn't really that bothered but doing my own research into it I was like oh my god I've learned and finding something that makes sense to yeah. you like you suddenly get into like this rabbit yeah. hole of like wow got, like and that does that like wow yeah no, like, i've got so much pretty colors and pretty pictures on Same. yeah <laughs> on on the stomach pancreas gallbladder and liver and i was like i really need to stop doing this and focus on other things because the human body isn't just those four organs <laughs> no but you never know that might be where you specialize yeah that is true that is it true might, this might become and my theory is as well, so I was freaking out the other day, I have always been very much into neurology, psychology. Can I remember what the thalamus does? Can I remember the pons? I can label them. And it's just not going in. And I got so angry at myself because <laughs> I was like, you love this. Like, you have always loved, I've got brains everywhere in my house, but apparently that's not going in. <laughs> and it's just the craziest yeah. thing. Like, I don't understand. That's but who, knows? who knows? This is all a part of balance. Maybe we're meant to be GI surgeons. Maybe you know. Maybe we're maybe we're just meant to be GI nurses. You know, but that's that's yeah. all a part of finding finding the balance within being a student. So it that ha actually really help helps and lead on to my next one. In when do you recognise when there is no balance? So when we have come, a scenario would be like you said, you've worked half the day you or like me you've worked half the day nothing's going in you have in that in that particular scenario or situation you have no balance because you're trying so hard to do something and you don't recognize the your own signs of overload or overworking or you feel i don't want to say like you're not worthy of it but you're you're feeling that you're you're pushing yourself too hard and your your structure your whole life or your whole balance, your work-life balance, your social life balance, your study balance goes out the window. When, what would you say are some of the signs of you've got no balance and there's nothing? I think one of the best things, again, is your friends. Your friends are going to say, like, girl, yeah, <laughs> ripping up your hair, like, calm yourself down. But I think equally we are very lucky that this is the start of our journey and like I say this whole rotor thing is the first bit of real stress I felt I think we have to learn to become a little bit comfortable with being uncomfortable we are going to be asked to do things that are outside of our comfort zone because we're learning and I don't know I like to know everything and I don't know these things so I'm learning to balance my state of uncomfort and my state of ridiculous anxiety and stress and I think we need to realise how different they are. And so sometimes we will have to do a U and sit and push through and be like, no, I've got exams coming. I have to read this. I have to know this. And just accept that other times we're going to balance hmm. it a little bit. And I think to notice it, I would rely mostly on my friends. And if I could feel myself just, you can feel it kind of like bubbling. Yeah. And just being like, this isn't okay. Like this we need to stop and we need to just even if it's an hour and just go for a walk or like change your scenery our friends go and 
they realise that they're not working well at home. They sit there and they're like, no, I'm just chatting, I'm scrolling on TikTok. And they said, like, I've gone to Costa and I've just sat and bought a Costa and now I'm doing loads of work. So, like, changing your environment and just... And putting yourself out there. Like, ask people for help. What did you do when you were stressed? What did you do? I found that so helpful, like, with the family situation, mm. being like, I'm really worried about placements. I'm so worried about, like, what what do I do? And everyone who I've spoken to has been like, it's okay. Like, <laughs> it's actually okay. Yeah. Like, speaking to people that have been in your situation and understand your situation is very, very calming to just hear other people that understand that understand that I've got no money that understand that I'm studying and I'm stressed and the child's running around naked and <laughs> I don't know like an appendix does yeah. and just being like yeah no cool I was there last year but now I know it does and I'm really happy with it you're like oh it does go in. Yeah. <laughs> so just I think, yeah finding older people older in like education people to tell you like we've all been there this is normal like it's okay you claw your way back out the hole it's very important yeah i found that i one, one thing i i find i rely on is a lot of the qualified nurses on my ward because i i'm always asking but like they start doing little tests for me now they go oh harry what's the oh. yeah they go harry what's the pericardium what does this do what does that do? blah 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 and i'm like oh jesus now i need to remember let me go through my notes oh, yeah it's like a little pop quiz every time i come onto the ward now but one thing especially like i asked what was their student experience like because you know um as a dare i say a mature student um or a mature apprentice you like i think i've spent most of my career learning like not as a student or not as a um an apprentice as such but i you know went from job to job you know never really worked in care this is my first I say it's my it is my first care job. I spent three years as a healthcare assistant or support worker, should I say, before taking the role into. Do you know what? I want to be a nurse. This is my life. This is my life goal. I am going to be a nurse. Um, and f- I speak to the uh, senior nurses. Not I'm not talking about the band sixes or band eights. I do to speak to them, but the band fives, especially the new newly qualified ones. Qualified. Yeah, and they and I was like, right, what is your experience as a student? How did you find your balance? Like where was it? And you know, some days they were they do say there was none. You know, I kind of faked it till I made it. And, you know, some days some of them are like, you know, I studied, I really hard, you know, I was in the library till four AM with red I say Red Bulls, with energy drinks, um, you know, downing them and making sure that I got everything I possibly could in. And one thing I found is, especially when it comes to the line of trying to find a balance, is it's all very individual, you know, you know, yes. especially for you, it's very individual because, you know, and you've got all the additional responsibilities of owning your own home, you know, having a child and, you know, doing everything else. But it's it's the same as learning mm. though isn't it everything's very individual and i know this is really nerdy and i know it's a bit sad but i'm looking forward to that student experience of being in the library and, like you know at the time i won't i'll despise it but i'll will be so proud to look back and be like reliance i find, i think it's a very adult course that we are on like you they give you the details and you are very much expected to go and do it yourself which works perfectly for if, for how you learn so like 
yeah if you find learning in a quiet environment better you can go and take yourself like it's very much an individual process and I think finding your process is very important to keeping mm. itself sane and balanced I was gonna say yeah it's been quite a learning curve for me because very similar to you I've been out of education for well formal education for a very long time you know doing school doing college going straight into work didn't do uni and I was very much they even told us very one from day one we're not going to hold your hand we're not going to do this but I was like yeah they say that they're going to do it and then coming to our doing our first assignment I was very much like yeah they're not going to hold our hand okay you know I kind of need to like sort my life out and get into a routine which I find that's going to help me so you know one thing that we've we've said is you know if you aren't already get yourself into a study group they or use your nursing friends you know they will be such a big help because not only will they motivate you but you will be able to find decent balance along all of you because you may not because all of us we all study differently we all have different learning I don't want to say objectives, but learning learning styles, you know, somewhat yeah, your, preferences, like yeah, le- or visual or Exactly, yeah. And it's just about finding what way what works for you and trying to work in a structure that let me let me put my teeth back in my mouth at the start, but like, you know, a struct a learning structure that works both not just for yourself, but in a way that you're actually gonna benefit because yeah. As, especially as an apprentice, you know, you've got those three days at university plus, you know, any extra time you want to do by yourself. And that's, you're expected to go out, find the facts and figures, do the research, you know, and going back to next year when, dare I say it, the real work begins, we're going to be having to look through and go be in the library until 4 a.m., trying to find the facts and figures of some random study done in 1987 or on a particular surgery that's only been performed eight times by a particular surgeon in the UK or wherever and find out whether his data was or her data was any decent and you've got to back that up with your own data and you know that's going to be the difficult bit because well it's going to be I think it will be fun but I think it will be the it's It's just the next step step in our learning we've kind of done in the basics the... and we've covered them but i think it's why you, uh, you can't worry about things that you can't control so currently i'm not thinking of that if i'm honest it's you've got to rely on the process i assume that mm-hmm. before we get to there they will show us and teach us how oh yeah definitely you've just got to rely on that process and i think that's how i keep myself calm quite a lot is being like they wouldn't just give me a test or just give me something and be like thanks find this study and do it exactly like, although they don't hold your hand they will guide you. you they guide, will guide yeah. your hand they will guide your hand but that does actually lead me on to another question actually because um when you find when you're finding the time to do everything you know you're finding your time to have a social life outside of studying you know you're finding the time to study being or finding the time for your loved ones, your family, and stuff like that. You know, how would you recommend people, do they, you know, find find that balance within their own life? Would you say it's something like 
having a diary because I have a diary now and it's been the best thing. If I lose that, that's my whole life gone. <laughs> you know, or would you? A lot of my a lot of my friends outside of my nursing life, um, my student nursing life, um, our plans are very ad hoc. So they're very, you know, let's do this tonight. Or are you on? For me, I'm a gamer, so you know, are you going to be on Xbox tonight? So those are plans that I can just fit in when, 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 and when and whenever, because you know they don't take a lot of I don't want to say effort, but like you yeah, know they don't take a lot to plan. Yeah, yeah, pre-thought. They don't take a lot, but things like organizing a day trip or organizing what I'm going to do next week. Oh, I'm working. For, I'm working, or I'm on placement now, especially as we're going on placement. Oh, I can't be there because I'm on placement. Yeah. So. What would you recommend to people when you're finding time to work out a balance, especially when it comes to things being on placement or being on or finding things outside of your nursing life? What would you recommend or any tips for anyone that you would find that have worked for you in the past? So, again, I think very much it depends on where you are in your life. So Mm. quite a few of our friends who are in our group, they are more going out than I am. They're more social than I am. And so they do, book, <laughs> they do going out party. They go out and get drunk quite a lot more than I do. And I think they're a bit more ad hoc. Like you said, they've got the ability mm. to say. But unfortunately, at my age, and again, with a child, I've booked one of my friends in in about three months that I'm going to go see her. But it's really important to me, so I've booked that in. And I think just having a plan and being prepared. So like I said, I work set days and I'm trying to get set days for my placement which Mm. makes my life slightly easier than it would your guys's because you would be on shifts yeah and I will do nights and I will do weekends I just will have mine pre-booked and I think that then leaves me with days free so currently if I work what I prefer to work I'll be free Wednesday Friday Saturday Sunday so I know I've got those days off and so I can say to friends like I'm free these days like do you want to do something but unfortunately my friends are also just as busy as I am and so yeah we have booked it three months in advance that I will go and see her and we're going to her house yeah so sometimes you've just got to think what is important like seeing my friend is very important and I've booked it in but things Mm. like having a spare hour where I haven't got the child I'll make sure that I'm happy and I will go to the horses and I will order a really delicious takeaway (laughs) and just (laughs) just something to like make it okay yeah and I think just keep in mind that's like this is really sad my mum said it to me the other day because again I've been a little stressed she was like some weeks aren't your week like some weeks it will feel like it is all work and it will feel like my son has recently been really ill and so I've had him at home with me while studying for nearly three weeks now Mm. and it is hard like it is hard and I work hard and I study and then he goes to bed and I study in the evenings and I don't see my friends but What's three weeks and four years? Exactly. Like, it hurts, it sucks at the time, but you have to just be a little bit pliable. And on some days that I should be studying, probably, I haven't studied as well as I could, and I have gone out and seen my friend. And I think it's just about keeping that balance. As long as you feel in yourself, I feel prepared. I feel like if you were to sit me down for my anatomy test now, I would probably do almost as well as I will when I actually go to sit down to it I feel like I'm okay like my Mm. drug knowledge I feel like I'm 
I'm all right. I don't feel behind. I don't feel like left. Yeah. And so I think it is just keeping a balance. If I start to feel like, oh God, I know nothing, then it's time to step up my game and not <laughs> go and see <Yeah>. my friends. <laughs> it's all about balance, isn't it? And having it good is. friends and having mature friends that don't mind you saying at the last minute, like, actually, I can't come. I've really got to study. And my friend who studies vicariously through me, she now knows most of the nervous system and she knows the GI tract because good friends come and sit with you <laughs> during your lectures and have lunch with you and then go home. So that is always a way. There is a way to have it all. It's just not quite how you want it sometimes. Mm. But there, there is, is a way. way. There is a way to have your cake and eat your cake as well. And I will. So thank you for listening to the Level Up Nursing podcast, the first episode of Nursing with Balance. And I would like to thank my guest, Lauren, for taking part. So if you would like to be a part of the podcast at all or if you have liked what you heard or listened to uh, please feel free to contact me my on my bbp email which is h.cowdry that is spelled c-o-w-d-r-e-y at my.bpp.com thanks again for listening and i hope to get the second episode out uh, sometime in june or maybe even July. So again, thank you for listening and goodbye.